Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Claire Marquick, and this is Real Life Business. Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of Real Life Business. This week, I am speaking with Rachel Torrialba. Rachel was a full-time language teacher for 15 years, but in 2009, following a difficult separation from her first husband, she struggled with depression and isolation from her daughters and found it difficult to return to full-time work. She began searching for a home-based business that was flexible and allowed her time for healing and personal growth. Between 2013 and 2018, Rachel started two businesses and met her new husband, Dean. In 2018, Rachel and Dean purchased their 2,000 square meter block and relocated a 1920s Federation home to commence a new venture, Collector Cottage, a micro flower farm and a couples retreat B&B at their property in Collector, New South Wales, just 30 minutes north of Canberra. In this raw and honest conversation, Rachel speaks of her decision to leave her career and of the lessons that she's learnt both personally and professionally after reaching what can only be described as breaking point. We join the conversation with Rachel talking about the power of reflection off the back of recently celebrating her 50th birthday. Now, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've recently had a big birthday, I understand, the big 5 Congrats- have. Congratulations. I know I turned 40 in November and big birthdays are a time, a real good time to reflect, aren't they? And just sort of say, right, where am I? What am I doing? What have I learned? Where am I going? Is that something that you spend a bit of time doing this year? Oh, definitely. I think you... Every every decade, I think I've I've certainly done that. And um, turning fifty has just uh, really brought about a whole different way of seeing things. As uh, a girlfriend said a little while ago, she had turned fifty as well before me, and she said, "I'm not even saying it as as uh, I'm turning fifty. I'm I'm getting to that level five. You know, I've gotten to the next level. So yeah, I love that. That's awesome." <laughs> And you're from um, from from chatting to you and, and knowing you, your past is really quite varied, isn't it? You've gone from full time career to um, multiple different businesses to to where you are right now. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on on that journey? So- yeah, yeah. So I um, I left school, uh, started uni. I knew what I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to become a teacher. Um, so I did exactly that um, and. Um, got a job straight away uh, teaching languages. Um, so while, um, you know, a lot, a lot of my colleagues were still sort of doing some casual work, I, I, I knew where I wanted to be headed and I, I got that job and I loved it. I loved it for, uh, wow, 15 and a half years. And then wow. after that went, went part-time and, um, you know, did casual work and went from being high school teacher to being a primary teacher and I, I, I really did all of that um, but as much as I loved it it got to a point where I could see that I wanted to do something different and I didn't want to become one of those stale teachers that just stayed in the job because it was safe yeah. so I left and um, it was it was scary definitely scary um, and it took me a long time after that to really sort of 
find my ground. Um, I did a little bit of uh, beauty therapy, you know, work from home, and and that was working really well while I was in um, in Canberra, mm. and then um, and then went into look really going into the spiritual side of things and um, reflecting on me and where where I was and. Um, and did Reiki. So uh, that was that was a great little business. But moving out to Collector <laughs> <laughs> really was an eye-opener from as far as from the business perspective, because uh, I didn't have the, you know, the um, the flow of people coming through mm. that I, I used to. I mean, I wasn't central anymore and um, and I really had to reevaluate where I was at. And what I was going to do. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a big meditator. So for me, um, a lot of the answers really come through, you know, just spending that time, uh, you know, in silence, whether it's, you know, just sitting there with a herbal tea or going out to into nature and, um, you know, going for walks, just taking in what's around me. There's so, so really- much power in that, isn't there? Sorry, just to interject yeah, yeah, and yeah. cut you off at mid-flow, but I, um, I, I 100% resonate with that. People who know me, um, family, friends, clients, colleagues listening to this know that I, I work in a million miles an hour. It, it really, I'm always on the go and I have been known in the past when I'm when I'm at a roadblock or when I'm at a crossroads, I just keep pushing, keep pushing and keep pushing and try and get through. But what I've learned, what I'm learning as I'm getting older is that there's no point doing that, is there? There's there's no point keep pushing, doing more and more and more of the same thing. We've got to stop um, and take a moment whether that is literally a moment drinking a cup of tea like you say or going for a walk or it might be a, it might be more of a a big stop um, like leaving a career and, and having a reset there but there really is value in stopping isn't there oh definitely I I think one of the most recent things actually that I've learned is that as um you know having turned 50 uh, things start to change you know I, I'm not as quick and fast as I used to be and but nor do I want to be. Mm. I'm happy to to slow down and and here's the here's the trick is to actually stay in that space. And even though there's some discomfort in that, there's certainly growth. And for whatever the situation might be, whether someone's trying to rush you through something, is to actually go, no, stop and just have a think about that. Is it absolutely necessary for me to be so rushed and, you know, to, to have that flow on effect? Um, or am I going to just step back and go, right, I'm, I'm okay just taking this slowly. And, mm. you know, whatever, whoever's there in front of you is to just be patient and, uh, and, sl- and kind of it's a really good thing because it slows them down as well. And they may not be aware of that, maybe subconsciously, who knows. But it, it actually turns out to be, really good yeah it's it's really good it I I love that that um that sort of mirroring thing um became really really apparent to me you know it's sort of something we learn in our um, coaching studies but a couple of years ago I got the flu really bad and I completely lost my voice like I've I've never happened before I've always had a sore throat and been a bit, bit husky but literally for three days I could not talk at all and it was getting really frustrating but I noticed the whole volume in their house just dropped 
because I wasn't yelling from one room to the next. You know, I was going into the room where my kids were or where my husband was. And, and in the shops, even, you know, when my voice started to come back, I was sort of like this and people were whispering back to me and then they'd be like, I don't know why I'm whispering. <laughs> it's really funny, isn't it? How we can, like, we'll totally match the energies of people around us. So when Definitely. we slow down and calm down, everything around us slows down and calms down as well. <laughs> Uh, it's a good thing and laughter is a good thing too yes yes I do a lot of that (laughs) maybe nervous laughter sometimes I don't know (laughs) yeah that can happen too (laughs) so tell us about what you do now so I yeah now I've I've completely sort of shifted and um, coming out to collector I I'm on 2,000 square meters um, so I'm not an acreage um, I'm in town, but it's it's more than enough land for me to grow flowers and uh, yeah, run some workshops um, and trying to really learn. I'm I'm also in that learning process of finding out more about regenerative farming and you know green manures and how that's going to improve the land. So there's you know there's a, in a simple way, there's lots of weeds that can, or lots of plants that can actually take from the soil, but if you can put back into the soil and that actually improve the soil so that come, for example, I've just planted for spring flowers, annuals, um, it, it will benefit the flowers that I have. So, mm. it's, oh, look, it's it's a wonderful, I'm, I've really, I've realised that, Everything that I've done until now has brought me, there's always a benefit to that, has brought me to the, to the space where I'm at, um, that without it, I wouldn't have been the, the person that I am and I wouldn't have been able to have the skills, the skill set to be able to do what I'm doing. So it's think, really interesting. I, I love that. I think that's such a great learning, isn't it? Because I, I know for me through through my so I I had 15 years in accounting and finance before I I was ready for a break and so that sort of that time that tenure in a career that we've studied for we've gone to uni for um, we've put a lot of work and we've put a lot of effort in I completely relate to that and and I also relate to the fact that when we get to a point where exactly like you say, like it starts to feel a bit like Groundhog Day and that that passion's gone and that energy's gone. And I know for me, I felt like, I mean, I was, what was I at the time? I was in my early, early thirties, early mid thirties. And I thought, I can't, I can't quit this now. I can't leave this now because I've spent so long learning and studying and gaining experience and and getting better at what I do. Like that's such a waste. Did you have that as well? I mean, you've sort of learnt from what you've just said, you've learnt that it's not a waste, but did you have those feelings at that time as well? Yes, I did. I I thought that I, I needed to be in the career that I had forever Mm. and, and, following on to what I guess a lot of other people have done in the past right because you you think well if if that's what what's meant to happen then that's that's what I need to do and and I realized that it didn't it took a long time I think it took a really long time to to sit with that and and be okay with it that um it didn't mean that I was failing it didn't mean that it was going to go to waste um and that I could I could do something different and I and 
and I could do something different in my 40s. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you think, oh, well, I'm, I surely I can't. Surely my brain's not going to be able to take in all the information I need to take in. Um, and and it's not, it wasn't like that at all. So I'm, I've got to say it's, it's been... It's been challenging at times, um, but it's been so good because genuinely I know that I, I wouldn't have been happy if I had continued down that path. Mm. And having all these, you know, wonderful new things that um, I was learning, um, I could then put them into practice here. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I think fear stops a lot of people and um, and it could have been, there were moments when I, I just felt like, oh, maybe this isn't the right thing and doubted myself. And I think that's just such a normal process oh, 100%. Uh, that to talk about it is really important because, you know, I think so many of us go through what you're going through this process. You, you, you're on your, you think you're on your own. You think you're the only one. You think that no one else is going to feel that way. And in fact, it's just not like that at all. So 100%. That was a big part of the drive behind launching this show, actually, because uh, there's so many people that I network with um, in terms of colleagues and, and clients. And as I say, friends, family members, and we all go through the same sort of stuff you know I, I say that we all have shit <laughs> we, we yes. all have stuff going on we all have pasts we all have family problems we all have money worries we all have health scares you know there's there's stuff that happens all the time yet when it happens we can feel like we're the only ones going through it and that there is I, I think I believe I don't know if you agree that particularly as women we can feel that we've got to put this front on this brave face that you know we've got to just power through this for the you know to, to keep everyone else together and we probably don't spend enough time taking care of ourselves going through those sorts of times do we definitely mm-hmm. oh yes it's it's I think you 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 go through stages um, and you just you, you don't always know the answers, but somehow it falls into place. It really mm. does. Um, uh, I have yeah, I've definitely felt the tiredness and feel felt like from a, a teaching background that you needed to be on show because mm. there were moments that you'd walk into that classroom. And so having that pattern of, you know, putting on that act for kids because you're there for them and you're there for the service um, before you even put yourself first, um, it's, you know, you could easily fall back into that pattern. So actually saying to yourself, no, okay, I won't, that's, that's my go-to thing in the past, but actually say, no, this, this is what's happening. And I'll, I accept that, you know, it's it's not always going to be. <laughs> I love this word, perfect. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I always say it's just like things aren't perfect, are they? We 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 our make seven, our seven year old is like. Whenever I I let that word come out, my seven year old always corrects me. He's like, "There's no such thing as perfect, mum." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, that's right." Teach How wise! So young and saying that. That is so good. That is really good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I 100% agree. And I, th- I think you made an interesting point before, like you said, when you were teaching, um, no matter what was going on in your world, 
Um, and, and this is certainly true for me as well in terms of when I'm coaching or when I'm facilitating, no matter what's going on in my world, I, I have to leave that at the door. Um, when I walk in and I'm in front of a group of people um, pr presenting a training or when I click on the Zoom button and I've got a client on, in front of me on a, on a call, I'm there for them like you were for your students there's a difference though isn't there there's there's putting our stuff aside and doing our job but that's that it's when we do that all the time that it can lead to a problem isn't it I, I believe you're sort of that, nodding away do you agree yeah 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 that's that's really important isn't it that all the time yeah uh, I think when you when you've when you've learned that lesson it is so good to be able to pick up on the, it's those little things that add up and you can start to sense. And you, once you know yourself that, okay, you know, anxiety is up. It's certainly I'm very open about, you know, sharing my story about how, you know, I, I went through a breakdown. It took a breakdown for me, nervous breakdown for me to realise, okay, you know, this is, this is, it can't get any worse than this. Mm. Um, well, you know, in that, in that moment and where do I go from there? And actually seeing, all right, what do I need to do? And what are the signs that are showing me that I need to slow down, I need to stop? And once you've got something that works for you, and we're all different, right? So but figuring out what will work, um, it's such a it's it's a a sense of having control, um, but also to know that um it's gonna be okay, you know, it, it will be okay because you you've got something in 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 uh, a plan to yeah. go ahead uh, and yeah it's for me like I was saying meditation is is really important taking that time to just be on your own um, mm. being quite introverted myself um, and then um, and but also having that connection with people but knowing that balance and knowing when okay it's if it's been too many days of, of the same thing and sort of like you're saying pushing yourself to that limit and saying yeah. all right that's enough that's as far as I can go and now I'm stepping back I think that that self-awareness that self-awareness piece is something that I work really really um strongly on in myself and in the work that I do with my clients it's and I was talking to somebody just the other day about the the whole introversion extroversion thing in as much as you know it's it I think I get the perception that, you know, people will call themselves an introvert or an extrovert. And we, we're not one or the other. We, we certainly have a preference one way over the other, but we've all, we've got, we've got it. We've got both tendencies within us. And I think what you just touched on there is, is perfect. It is about balance. And so for someone like yourself, who's leading more, you know, more on that introverted side, you know, that you get your energy and, and you, you, your recharge time comes from you. But if you did that all of the time, um, it could start to result in a downward spiral. And we need a little bit of social interaction, don't we? Or interaction with other people to, to perk us up. And I'm completely the opposite in as much as I know that I need people around me. I need to, I need to sort of be around people to get my energy. But at the same time, if I do that all the time and I have no quiet time to inwardly reflect, then I'll probably self-destruct. <laughs> Let, let me balance. tell you something something really funny so I have five chickens um and they're they're all, they're all they all have names and um and I, you know they they definitely are a part of 
<laughs> of the family. So 100% um, hear you. My chickens <laughs> are part of our family too. <laughs> you, you, you certainly understand me. Yep. So, uh, you know, they'll never be cold or anything like that. We have, we love their eggs. We love, you know, the energy they, they bring. Um, and they all have their different personalities and characters. But I always say when I've been talking to the chickens too much, it's time to go and speak to the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. And I think, oh, it's, you know, you often say things to yourself. It's like, Rachel, I think it's time to just go out there and talk to others because you talk to the Find chickens. Find a human. Like, oh, you go crazy. <laughs> oh, so, yes. <laughs> but they're so funny aren't they we've got um well we've got australops and wine dots and anconas we've got a little bit of a mixture and um our australops there's two in particular who love bread they just love will do anything for bread and i'm teaching them to jump and it's just hilarious <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I, I stand there I, I used to crouch down and break off little bits of bread and they'd come and get it from me and then i just started holding it just that little bit higher and they'd reach up like this and and now <laughs> now they'll jump for it and my my 10 year old was like are you training chickens to do tricks <laughs> As in, like, are you okay? Have you had enough human interaction? <laughs> oh, like, I, I, even that in itself is um, it's actually really soothing. It's it is it's very it's entertaining. Yes, <laughs> it's just really it's so good for us. One hundred percent. I I am a big believer in knowing what success looks like for us, and I've I've talked about it in, in a few of these episodes already. I bang on about it to my clients all the time. Knowing what success looks like for us, and part of success for me is having a business that allows me the time to go outside and spend potter around, spending time with my chickens. You know, I don't want to be on the road all the time in the cities or like I want to be here in in the countryside with my chickens <laughs> and my family oh, obviously yes. oh I, I I hear that loud and clear it's like uh, for me being here I always say it's is I love I love what you said about success and what that's like because for me it's being I would say I'm living the dream um yeah. And I am, I, gratitude is a big part of my life because I'm, I am so very grateful. I'll get up in the morning and the first thing I do is get up and go and walk towards the kitchen and I very deliberately <clears throat> put the kettle on and uh, I have, a, you know, a lovely cup, you know, that says um, I love you to the moon, to the moon and back. Because I happen to just have, you know, serve myself a tea. And it's just so important, you know, that replenishing. But I look out the window and, and I see my beautiful flowers, um, which at the moment, you know, are, uh, are actually dormant because we're going into that winter phase. But they're just, and that's a part of it. But just seeing the beauty in everything, you mm. know, and just looking out and it might be a bird that might be coming past um it could be seeing the chickens it could be anything but there's always I always say there's something new that I can take and I can just be grateful for um it, it really is special it yes. is it is and it sounds I don't know like it sounds so simple doesn't it like I remember when I first went into business and I was I mean I've been working you know advising and working with small businesses for years now through through my accounting career um 
but I remember sort of when I sort of verged, diverted into, into coaching and business coaching, I was like, there's got to be, there's got to be something more. There's got to be some like magic strategy that creates success. Like I've, I've got to learn what that is so I can teach people that. And over the years I've been doing this, I'm like, there isn't, is it, there isn't some complex convoluted, like step-by-step process or whatever it's it's the simple things isn't it it's how we manage ourselves how we learn how we replenish ourselves what we're grateful for and focusing on those kinds of things gives us the headspace to focus on the business decisions we need to make and and serving our clients and preparing beautiful growing beautiful flowers for our customers isn't it like it, it really is that simple it's really interesting you said that because every year I'll pick a word and and my last year's word was simple hmm. and, and I picked it because I realised that having so much going on and, you know, starting with technology and, you know, everything, but everything that can surround us, um, if, if we don't have those boundaries, it just can really overwhelm us and I was previously feeling that way. It was just like, oh, there's just too much to choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked that word. And yes, it's 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 interesting how we can do a full circle and then, you know, really do the go-getter. I, um, I really want to go down this career path that, you know, in the path I had, but then doing that full circle, seeing that, wow, there is so much in that simplicity mm-hmm. that, things just start to fall into place too and yeah. look at your life you think wow that's yeah and if you can work that out I think it's a really good place to be 100% 100% do you feel that sort of as you've grown through through life and, and gone through the, the the hurdles and the obstacles that you have do you do you feel that there that anything has changed in you in terms of um you know, what you try and control? Does that sort of make sense? You know, I think I, I remember certainly back in my 20s, I like to feel like I was in control of everything. I needed to know exactly what was happening by when and you know what that led to. And and certainly having kids broke me of that to some extent but I think it's something I'm still learning now you know as I'm in my my 40s now I think it's something I'm still learning but getting better at in as much as just let things go have faith that things will work out or if they don't at least I know I'll be able to handle it you know, is you're nodding away to this so I, I, yes, I feel yeah, that you I, resonate with I what think- I'm saying <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you, but no, I, you're, I, you're a level I, up to me. So <laughs> I can, yes, yes. I can definitely say so that uh, it, you, you get, you can certainly get to that, that point where you think you think <laughs> that you're controlling everything. Um, and like going, just going back to what I was saying about, you know, having that nervous breakdown, I, yeah. I think, Certainly I was trying to control everything around me Um, when I, even while I was going to school and finishing school, right, I'm going to go to uni. I had the next 20 years worked out. I knew how things were going to go, um, you know, get married, have kids. And, oh, goodness, does life have a way of showing us that it's not necessarily like that at all, you know. And, I mean, I went through a divorce, um, you know, I... I went through parent alienation with, with my children, with my two girls, 
and I, I'm quite open about talking about that. You know, in fact, I, I even wrote a book about it. So, you wow. know, my, my personal experience of being, you know, completely um, down and um, suicidal to living a, a real fabulous life and, um, and that, it, you know, there is hope that it is possible for those people that, you know, that that crosses their mind. So, yeah. Um, oh, look, I, I think that's all part of life, though. You know, these yeah. experiences that we go through um, and that we, when we try and control things too much, um, it, it's backfires, yeah. Mm, gosh, what, what was it that got you through those really dark times? What do you think was the, the biggest thing that pulled you through? I think it was having the support of those people around me that love me. It mm. sounds really simple, but it's so it's so important and mm. and to to also accept help. Mm. Now, we were just discussing this with, with a girlfriend yesterday, uh, how important it is to accept the help and to say, look, you know, I actually am struggling at the moment. I need, I need some help. And that coming from, you know, a background where, you know, you're all there about giving yourself service and helping others isn't easy to do, but it's, it's just so good to, to be able to accept it and then say, you know, thanks to that, I'm in a completely different place because it could have gone the other way. So Mm. yes. Yeah, and to talk about things too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, oh, like we are now. I think. I think we don't know, but this could definitely help someone that might be in that situation right now. That's exactly right. And 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 thank you so much for for being open to share because that's exactly what I I wanted to get from that answer. There, you know, what what was it? What did you what did you have to draw on? What did you what did you really rely on in that situation? And and like we talk, talked about before, it's. it's it's not complicated. It's simple, isn't it? It's the love and the support of the people around us, accepting that and asking for help and then being willing to, and being able to accept that help as well and not put meaning to the need to ask for help, not putting the meaning to it, that that means we're less or we're not worthy or Mm. any negative connotation. It's, it's strength and courage, isn't it? That we draw on to ask for help. Yes, it's it's being vulnerable. It's it's it then that allows you to to become so resilient and um and that you know things can spiral down or up so quickly. So um but to 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 have been there and to now be in, in a completely different place, mm. uh it's also that that hope because when you're in that space, you never feel that you can ever get out of that. Mm. And it, you know that mindset of where you're at and of course you know I was I was so ill I can say that now because I couldn't see it back then yeah. um and, and that but that's okay because that's part of you know of of life as well we're not always okay we're not we're not always healthy and happy and um you know like it, it, the picture that we sometimes see painted in you know in social media or wherever it might be yeah mm. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a really really good point too because even coming through a really dark patch like that and and everything being great now you know a, a, a 
loving new husband, a beautiful property, beautiful business, something that you're really passionate about, about doing, there's still ups and downs, isn't there? Like we, Definitely. we can't expect life to be literally in your case, a bed of roses all the time. Oh, that's yeah. That's really well said. <laughs> yeah. Boom, boom. How many flower puns can we get in? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's so true. You know, I, um, I'm going to say that, that there are days that are that are still gloomy and that are sad and 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 that it's okay that that's where I'm at, you know. But yeah. it's, um, there's a, a wonderful app called Insight Timer, and it's you know meditation. But it, there's all sorts of things which you, you can download for free, and um, and that's really helpful. Sometimes it's just those five minutes, um, and you know something that might be guided and just listening. It just can really sort of lift you mm. uh, for anybody that that might want to, you know, look for something that you know some sort of help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've I've heard I have heard of that. I have um, it's one I've dabbled with and had a go at. So I know the one you mean. And it's, there's there's also um, I think that's the one where there's just sort of you can you literally can set a timer and it just sort of there's real gentle sort of gongs and dongs and things like that and just that just just literally two or three minutes just focusing on nothing wondering when the next gong's going to come you know it can it can just clear it can yes. just clear yes. us can't it and and reset us um i think things like that are so powerful i have to say i'm not i i I'm not a huge meditator and I, I think I downloaded that app to try and try and sort of test it out and get into it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know whether this is for me. And, but that's what you said earlier, isn't it? That refueling that thing is going to be different in all of us. And for someone who say has tried meditation and, and goes, no, that's not for me. That's not sort of the, the cue then to just keep going and pushing ourselves to the limit. It's like, okay, well, that didn't work for me. What else could I try? That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be for someone and then it may not, but it's, it's about, yeah, not sort of pushing that aside and ignoring it because that's what eventually, you know, this, it'll just be like a, you know, a, a ball that just continues to, you know, add and add and add and yeah. yeah. What's it called? Whatever that, <laughs> that's well, the, that, I um I, I it's like a pressure cooker, isn't it? it just keep that yeah, pressure that just, just keeps, keeps them growing, building, yes. building, building. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, there's there's only one way. There's only one way that it can stop building, and that's to explode. And that's sort of what you experience, and what we don't want people to experience. <laughs> I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what what is it now? Like with all that rich tapestry of life experience, and, and sort of now this trajectory. Gosh, that was a mischoice choice of word. That's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> this path that you're now on, <laughs> that you're so passionate and energized about. What what is it that keeps you going through those dark days? You know, what's that inner drive that that keeps thing keeps you taking one foot in front of the other? I I think it's it's knowing that um, that I'm I'm where I'm meant to be. Mm. Um, and and just sort of taking a day at a time. Um, that that other big P word that is patience, because <laughs> <laughs> you always want things yesterday, right? Certainly, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so it's it it really is just about taking one day at a time. Mm. 
you know, and whatever that brings. Um, and just being, I think I'm a lot more in, in control of, of the things that I'm, uh, that I need to get me to, you know, the next day. So that that's always helpful. Yeah. 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 What are your, what's your, something I've been talking about um, with, with some clients lately is mm-hmm. um, um, the metaphor of the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know, what's, what's your light at the end of the tunnel? What do you, what's, what's the next thing you're aiming for with, with Collector Cottage? so interesting you say that because I'm I'm trying to actually stick to the the journey part and really um enjoying it because sometimes and I'm going to admit to this that I hate making mistakes (laughs) (laughs) I hate it but I saw I do know that that's where the learning happens right that is that uncomfortable feeling that you've made a mistake um and and that's been a bit of a learning one for me but the seeing sort of the light at the end of the tunnel um I think being um creating what we've created here and what we continue to create I can always see um and I'm quite a visual person so I'm big on you know putting up um putting up photos and pictures on a board and actually seeing where that where that's taking me I can Mm. I can see this beautiful place this lovely garden and you know the beds of flowers that uh, eventually will um will we'll mature and we'll actually be um, a lot like ourselves if you think mm-hmm. about it because we're we're connected to nature we're part of nature so so yeah. seeing that um, you know that that beautiful garden that that has aged you know and that's kind of what I see and I, I, I don't it's interesting because as much as I enjoy that it's not really it's not really just about me. It's about mm. being able to share that with other people. Um, and I, I, I look at, at the way that we're reducing, um, you know, we, we seem to be building a lot more apartments um, and, and people are living in this space where, unfortunately, they don't always get a chance to be, you know, or even have a little patch of green or something mm to sort of connect with um or they don't know how to that's the other thing they're sort of sort of so involved in what they might be uh trying to achieve and not really looking at what they could do I, I think that it's it's a possibility for other people to come out and enjoy it and and just you know step into just even breathing the fresh air yeah 100 to be that energy source to someone else Yes. to make it bigger than yourself that's awesome what what do you what do you you've you've clearly we've spoken a lot about um the, the lessons that you've learned and the things that you've put in place now to sort of help you regulate you and manage yourself to to be the best person that you can be to then create the best business that you can what are some of your non-negotiable rules what have you learned about yourself um what are those boundaries that you've put up to go no this is this this is not happening (laughs) or this has to happen yeah Yeah. so one of them is time for myself um Mm. really really filling the cup so replenishing me so for example i um 
after I, I get up in the morning, like I said before, and make that cup of tea, uh, I will, I'll go to the gym three times a week. Um, and, and that for me means driving into Canberra and then back, it might mean that I've got other things during the day um, that I'll have to do, um, which might seem like, okay, that's a long drive, um, you know, to and fro maybe four times. But I, I so see the benefits of that afterwards. Yeah. So I spend some time at the gym with um, a girlfriend um, and, and that really sort of sets my day. Um, mm. And when I'm not doing that, because, you know, that might be three times a week, but the other days, it's it's also about just taking that time for me. And, and that mm. might be just, I don't know, sleeping in. It could be, um, you know, reading a book. Um, it might be listening to a podcast. You know, it might be... Looking to the chickens. That as well. Yeah, yeah. Just watching nature, you know, the birds, the flowers, you know, the, the little thing that might have changed from the weather pattern of having, <clears throat> I don't know, frost, for example, that's that we've recently had, and just seeing how a flower might have been, you know, really um, strong in colour and all of a sudden you're seeing all this frostedness coming all around it. And it's just appreciating the beauty of how things change. and. Mm. And I know that seems so simple. Again, it's that simple word, but it's just so, so pretty. Yeah, it, it is. And it's so important, isn't it? I, I, but I think that, that, you know, using nature as a metaphor for life is, we see that a lot, but you, you've actually got so much all around you as, as I do here. And like you just said, you know, to, to see a flower that, you know, one day is just in its absolute prime, then it gets say knocked with frost or a pest comes through and, and it sort of, it sort of loses its spark. I guess then in time we see it come back again, don't we? And there's so much learning from that in as much as it, it, it really does show us that we we can't be 100% on it all the time. Sometimes things knock us. Sometimes things um, things set us back. Sometimes things zap our energy. And we have to kind of go into this hibernation mode and we might have to drop some petals and, and we then we regrow and we replenish. It's all, all that we have to, you know, a, a big one for me is seeing, for example, um, how flowers sometimes in the middle of winter you've got this beautiful rose, but that rose wasn't actually growing there. So, you know, where did that come from? And seeing, like what we were saying, seeing that deterioration of that flower and then not having that, we'll take the dahlias that we've just, you know, we've, I've just finished off with, absolutely beautiful. Um, but there's, there's, there's something lovely about not having it for the next few months and then, you know, seeing it back again in December, January, um, there's something beautiful about that. You know, it, it's it's appreciating things at the right time, you know, when nature has produced them and not something that might be forced or manufactured or. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful, calm place to leave it. <laughs> I love it. How can people get in touch with you if they want to find out more about your, your accommodation, your flowers, what you do, just get in touch and, and sh share their story with you. How can someone get in touch with you? 
So definitely through um, Instagram and Facebook. So um, I've found a collector cottage um, and also via email. So rachel at collectorcottage.com.au. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Fabulous. Thank you so much. We'll put the links to those in the show notes to this episode. So it's really, really easy for someone to click on. Now, are you ready for some quick fire fun? (laughs) I sure am. I don't know about the quick part, but definitely I'm ready for the fun part. I think every single person has has said that. It's like, how quick fire does it need to be? I'm like, it's all good. (laughs) We'll just extend the conversation. It's all good. So tell us, what are you reading at the moment? So I I actually am, to no surprise, I read really slowly. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tend to read maybe two or three things at once. I'll read something a little bit and then I'll get bored of that and then I'll come back to it later, but I'll read something else. Yes, so I'm reading um, Discovering Dahlias by Erin Benzakane from Florette. Um and that book has just taught me so much. Um, she's she's like the queen of the flowers. Oh, <laughs> and um, for those that might not know, but it's just, it's a very colourful, beautiful book. But there's so much learning and just really simple in the way that they've explained things. Um, mm-hmm. I'm reading You Are Enough by Kathy Mendoza-Jones. That was gifted uh, to me for my birthday. Nice. Um, great book, yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm also... Yeah, I'm also a believer that, you know, things kind of come to you for a reason. When you and that day, yep. Yeah, well, that day I received a gift, that gift and then I also received some cards uh, from a friend as well and the title is You Are Enough and I thought, oh, well, obviously the universe is trying to tell me something. <laughs> Have faith in yourself, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is Everlastings by Bex partridge is this is all about dry flowers you know and you know talking about well we've got the fresh flowers but then come this season and winter where we can still appreciate them but just in the dry form so mm. learning about how to put them together and yeah oh fabulous sounds very exciting and a good blend of of reading material there <laughs> what about a song What's, what's your favourite song of all time? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to show my age now. <laughs> uh-huh. So I love Shania Twain's uh, From This Moment On. Yes. So we had that song in uh, for our wedding. Uh, but more than the love for each other, what I love about that song is the love that I have for me. Mm-hmm. So I started loving that song then. Then it's kind of transcended but. You know, that song really, you know, those moments that really click in your life and and you realise that, you know, all this love that you had for everybody else, but the love has to start from yourself because if you don't have that for yourself, how can you give it? Uh, and I'm sure that might sound a bit cliche because people would have heard that before, but it, it's just the message that, you know, sometimes we need to, those reminders. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I've, I I know the song you mean and I have not thought about it in that regard before. And now you're making me want to go on YouTube it after we finish talking. <laughs> Maybe oh, we'll put the link to that in the show notes of this episode as well. Wonderful. <laughs> so tell me about a quote that's changed your life. Yeah, okay. So a couple of years back, um, I, I love uh, Brene Brown. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read her books and she, um, I love this one because it says it, it takes courage to say yes, to rest and play in a culture where exhaustion is seen as a status symbol. So the, the, the whole idea about that is really to, you know, we, we, I don't know if you've heard it, but certainly I've heard, I've heard my parents, you know, my grandparents, you know, because if you work hard, you know, you're, you're just, they're, they're just so proud of you and it's a scene as such, but it can go overboard as well. So I'm, I take this, this quote as when things go over the other line and I think there's a lot of that in society. I think you're um, I think you're absolutely right. And it ties in so nicely with what we've been talking about, isn't it? And there's another P word there in as much as permission. It we need to give ourselves permission to stop, to not see busy and exhaustion and hustle as a status symbol, as a sign of success. Because it's not. And you know, if my husband listens to this episode, he'll probably be smirking in his seat by, you know, he's like, Well, why don't you slow down then? <laughs> and you know, and then this is what I mean. I'm putting my hand up. You know, this is one of the things that I know I still need to spend time on myself and, and work on and grow and develop. But yeah, and like you said with the song, it just it takes reminders, doesn't it? Oh, it does. And I, look, I, I, I'm trying to create that in my own business because it really is a reflection of, oh, I've certainly put up my hand as well because that's where I've been before. And and sometimes I catch myself doing, you know, overdoing it and then going, oh, hold on, uh, am I going to feel guilty now about resting? No, I won't. And so uh, I'm trying to really create that. Like we've got a, a, a lovely little B&B. Um, which is at the back of our house, a little cottage. And I've tried to really create that sense of calmness and, you know, rest so that people come into that space. Um, all of the colours, they're all soothing colours and, and to um, really try and create that space of, you know, that it's okay. It's okay yeah. to rest and not feel guilty because yeah. you're resting it's yeah. part of that mission that you're saying yes. exactly it's part of the part of the, the process it's part of the personal growth it's part of the business growth we've got to stop sometime it's okay part of life you know and it's so it's just so nice isn't it yeah <laughs> <It's nice. laughs> It is. I have to admit, when I can go and train my chickens to jump for bread, it does feel kind of nice. <laughs> what is a piece of tech that has changed how you do business? I'm curious oh. to hear your answer to this one. <laughs> so not being very tech savvy, <laughs> um, one of the, it, it, it's just so simple now. I, I love the Square app. Uh, because it's allowed me to have some cashless sales at my farm stall and, you know, not have to carry around all this cash mm-hmm. um, that with, you know, with COVID and, and it's just really changed the way that we, we do business as well. So it's just so, e- so much easier. It's it's amazing, isn't it, where the world is going? My um, boys had their athletics carnival yesterday and they needed cash for the canteen. I'm like, I don't have any I'm looking through hubby's wallet I'm like we don't have any I'm like boys have you got any money in your piggy bags <laughs> can, your piggy can we bags. use your own money and I'll pay you back 
<laughs> so we're going so cashless, aren't we? I'm like, yeah. how is that going to work for kids? You know, we're going so cashless with things on our phones and our cards, aren't we? Like we, we need to evolve that for the kids too, <laughs> for school canteens. I'm not oh, scrapping around true. for 50 yeah. cents here and there. <laughs> well, I, I definitely know they're juggling trying to put, um, you know, a, a lot of the people that pass by um, uh, Sydney siders and so they they've got to travel that extra distance. So it's placing, for example, um, making sure that the flowers are in some sort of water uh, vessel to take. So just doing all of that wrapping in, in itself um, and taking the flowers out of water, but then, you know, just placing them into something quite nice for them to take. Um, it, can you imagine that? And then having to deal with the whole cash side of things. It's just so much easier. So, yeah. I yeah, love it. Love that image. <laughs> leave us with you have left us with so much gold already but leave us with a life hack to end on yeah um i it's a bit of a metaphor one so i i believe that not everything that you plant survives um and this doesn't necessarily mean that you've done something wrong because when i first started planting things um you know i being out here, you don't just plant one, you've got to plant five or ten, okay, because mm. just the size of it. Um, and and things, sometimes things, oh, goodness, the first time I planted kangaroo paw and I had about eight of them and they all died, oh. all of them, which was so discouraging. Um, but then as I, you know, learned along the way, it had a lot to do with where they were positioned and, you know, they didn't have enough sun and, um, you know, so on. So, um, so, but but to give that a bit of a twist, you know, it's it's looking at that and then thinking, um, not every, everything in life that you do will work out, but it's definitely a stepping stone to where you want to go next. You know, Ooh. and I, I think about those plants, and it's it's the same thing. Yes, that is brilliant. I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, you're I, welcome. I feel I'll share it with people. <laughs> that I, I cannot wait for this episode to go live. I mean, there has been such a valuable conversation. And at the start, we were talking about matching energies, and I certainly feel much calmer just just through this conversation of talking to you. So thank you. I'm gonna go and now make myself a cup of tea and just have a chill 10 minutes. <laughs> I love that. So as a reminder, we'll leave all the um, all your links um, in the show notes to this episode so everyone can find them there. And um, yeah, thank you. It's been it's been a fabulous conversation. It sure has. I hope that it really can help someone who's listening along the way. So yeah, thank 100%. you. 100%. that's a wrap for episode number 10 thank you so much for listening and to rachel for trusting me to share her personal journey from breakdown to breakthrough with you all what did you love about this conversation for me i love the awareness that whatever we decide to do it doesn't have to be forever if we feel that it's no longer serving us 
I know this is something that I personally battled with internally, thinking that I couldn't be, I couldn't possibly leave a stable career in my mid thirties. You know, I was thinking, you know, like what a waste, but like Rachel said, nothing is a waste because everything becomes a stepping stone for the next adventure and the next evolution of our life or our business. Again, and this is becoming a recurring theme here, you might have noticed that I love Rachel's point that we need to have faith that we can't always control everything and that's okay. Even in the really dark moments of going through a difficult divorce and being alienated from her girls, Rachel had to find the courage to believe that she would be okay being out of control and that was helped by the love and support of those around her. And there's another great theme that's emerging from all of these conversations, the importance of a solid support group around us. We don't have to go through anything alone and I'd encourage anyone listening to this who feels alone or confused or overwhelmed right now to just reach out. Reach out to someone, a friend, a colleague, to me. All my contact details are in the show notes to this episode because we are not alone. As always, you can continue the conversation on Facebook or Instagram and share what you have loved about this episode. And remember to hit that subscribe button in your podcast app of choice to never miss a new episode each Wednesday as it drops. That's all from me for now. Thanks again for listening. I will be back in your ears very soon. And until then, bye-bye.